0: As we've mentioned, tourism and hospitality are doing it tough. It's not going to get any easier in lockdown level three. Paul Ritterman, who runs Karaka Cafe on Wellington's Waterfront, Associated Conference Centre, he joins me now. Good morning to you, Paul.
1: Oh, kia ora, Kerry. How are you? Kia
0: ora, I'm well. How the hell are you coping?
1: Oh, mate, it's, it's <laughs> these unusual times, isn't it? You know, I mean, we, we, We're sort of fairly normally optimistic people, you know, glass half full, but I must say, it's pretty empty at the moment.
0: How long can you keep going?
1: Yeah, look for us, we're fairly well, look. We we sort of um, we'll be able to get through. Uh, yeah. We're fairly confident of that. But um, the longer it takes, the harder it is. I mean, um, level three to be fair doesn't really do a lot for us, yeah. um, other than the uh, delivery market. Um, it's an area that we are going to move into, however. Yeah. Um, so we'll look at starting that. Obviously after. After Monday next week, so we've but it only sort of involves probably about twenty percent of our staffing team coming back into to start looking at that part of it. Right. Um really, um we sort of the rubber hits the road for us at level two, level one, really.
0: Will you be able to make up that lost revenue?
1: No, no, look, right. I don't think so. Look, I think it's gonna be fairly difficult. I mean, the other significant part too is um what people probably don't realise is in January in Wellington, you know, the weather was fairly inclement. So you know, most hospitality providers and, and bars and restaurants are down 30% already. So by the time we got to March, it was just another layer on top of layer, really. So, you know, um, you know this has not just been um, four weeks going into seven weeks of lockdown or level three sort of mode. It's, it's This has been going on for about two and a half, three months, to be fair.
0: How have you had to innovate to survive?
1: Yeah, look, um, when we do come back, we've sort of been sitting with our team say, well, what are we going to do? So, look, we've got social distancing coming in. Um, into our cafe side. So we've got screens coming in to be able to create some more little pods where customers will feel safe, but as well as our staff. Um, On our conferencing side, um, our conference rooms are obviously going to take a big hit in that sense. Instead of trying to you start a conference in a room for 250 to 300 people, it'll now be 80 to 90, maybe 100 people, if they still decide to come out. Because the challenge going forward is what we can't sort of predetermine is we don't know what people's behaviours are going to be once they start to come out how confident they'll be. And the flip side to that also is, you know, um, depending on the unemployment rates, um, how high that gets, you know, disposable income is another big factor that we're sort of going to take into account as well.
0: Is this the toughest time you've faced in business?
1: Yeah, look, I think it's going to be. I mean, we're still at the start of it, to be fair. I mean, yeah, GFC was pretty tough.
0: Yeah,
1: GFC was pretty tough. But, um, you yeah, know, if we look at unemployment rate, it got to six and a half, seven percent 7% tops. You know, I mean, you know, my understanding is we're between 6 and 7 now. Um, I don't probably share the finance minister's optimism of nine point five. I mean, once this wage subsidy comes off, um, a significant amount of people are going to come come off. Um, and you know, for us, you know, I live out. You. you know, we've got thirty-eight full-time staff. Yeah. I'm still uh, still holding twenty-five casual staff. But to be fair, if, um, if things don't go well, when we do come back, um, unfortunately, we're going to have to make some hard decisions. But for us, it's around trying to be able to maintain those staff, keep them on board. But really, that's sort of out of their hands. The market's going to determine that.
0: Having the responsibility for all those families must keep you awake at night.
1: Yeah, I must say, you know, the first time we went into lockdown was okay, you know, yeah. but I must say the last the last two weeks, has done hit home a little bit yeah. more. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we're just one of many that are in the same position. Yeah. You know, if you look at the industries, they're affected, you know, it's tourism, it's hospitality, it's retail, it's forestry, it's seafood. I mean, yeah, and I you know there's no one industry that isn't that isn't saying it. Don't get wrong, there's a couple that are done okay, but it wouldn't be many.
0: No. Good luck, Paul. I'm sure if um, anyone can weather this, it'll be a man like you, Paul Retamanu, owner of Karaka Cafe in Wellington. And to Auckland now, Richard Sigley, owner of the Nourish Group. So many restaurants. Shed Five in Wellington, Juvoy Steakhouse in Queenstown, Auckland restaurants Euro and Soul. Richard <laughs> Did you have any expectation that we'd be going to level two yesterday?
2: No, none whatsoever. Yeah, um,
0: realistic. Yeah,
2: no. Given, given, given. You know, look, I, I think the government are playing it probably the right way. I think we've got to get rid of this pandemic first. Um, and you know, there was no, no, no way at all we were going to let level two. I, I thought I, I sort of picked that they were going to uh, prolong it for a week. Because of you know the normalisation or the Monday Mondayisation of Anzac uh, but um, which makes sense, um, and we go into elite level three and and see how we go really.
0: What innovations, as I asked Paul, what innovations has, has your company done to try and get some money, any money in, and to try and help keep your staff? Um,
2: well, so initially we paid all our staff uh, uh, for the first month at eighty percent of their salary. So, and that that cost us a bit, but you know we've got five hundred odd staff, and, and they're a, they're a big big family for us. So we tried to do the right thing by them. Um, now with innovation, we started up last week uh, my nourish kitchen, yep. which is basically a food box offering for four of our restaurants within Auckland. Which are Andy Soul, Gevoy Steakhouse, Auckland, and Euro, yeah. and um, you can get meals for two people or four people, and they're um, with all the instructions. And uh, that's actually we, we we tested it for ten of our uh, good customers and got some really uh, positive feedback on it. Um, we went out last week and just limited our, our number to fifty, and they sold out. I think within about an hour, yeah. um, and now. We've set our sights on 200 for this week, and I think we're virtually already there after two days. So that started, yeah, um, and that's been really, really positive. And, and I, I'm just thankful for, with all of our customers that are sort of saying, we know you're doing it hard, so we're going to support you. And, and our boxes might be a little bit more expensive. They're still very reasonable considering restaurant prices. Mm. Um, but um, that, that's going incredibly well. The other, the other flip side of it, we've started sold to go with takeaway and delivery options. In fact, all of my restaurants, probably when we enter lockdown three, we'll be, be doing some form of takeaway um, uh, pickup or, if we can, delivering to customers.
0: I did like to the partnership between some of your suppliers, where if you buy your wine or spirits through some of your suppliers, they'll donate a bit of it towards basically relief for your staff.
2: Yeah, and that's been great. um So Foley Family Wines um, have done that, and, and mm. well, you know, in reality, Kerry, all, all of. All of the money that we're getting at the moment isn't going into any It's really going to staff yeah. to try and to try and hold them all and, and retain them. And you know, yeah. hospital staff, you know, better than yeah. most. They're, yeah. they're pretty, they're pretty res, resilient and they're a gregarious bunch of people. And and now they're wanting to sort of come out and help us, you know, stay with, alive with their own mm-hmm. with their own cars and doing deliveries as well. So amazing. Um, you know, there's been some really, really nice things that have come out of this, if, if you want to you know, put your yellow hat on.
0: <laughs> and as you say, as you started, you kind of have to be glass half full if you're going to be in the hospital industry. Lovely to talk to you, Richard.